This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. There's a shortage of mental health care workers in the U.S., and the American Psychological Association recently found that 60% of psychologists do not have openings for new patients. Now, as we wrap up our series on Black mental health, we're checking in with a young Black professional who is working to fill the gap. Only 4% of the U.S. psychology workforce is Black. So what is it like for someone who's just entering this field, especially as the pandemic economy and an increase in hate crimes continue to have a disproportionate impact on many Black people. So joining us now is Tasha Jackson. She's a mental health counselor at Cultivate Your Essence. Welcome to Reset, Tasha. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So I'm curious, what drew you to this career in mental health? Um, Well, I chose this field because um, I wanted to be able to serve a population um, in need of mental health awareness. Um, and also to promote mental um, and emotional health in the process as well um, is definitely needed within our community. So I wanted to be able to serve and pour back out into the black community. Anything in particular that drew you to the agency that you're with? Well, I actually um, start networking with people. And so as I was entering into my internship, I actually used my social platform to network with a couple of young ladies and so um, I ran across a profile, um, and her name was Danielle. Okay. And so I reached out to her and um, told her that I was entering into um, my internship, and I needed a place to do it, do my internship at. And she actually referred me to where she's at. Oh, that's wonderful. And so I've been with them up until graduation, then got hired on. Then got hired on as a, as a counselor. That's, that's amazing. So you've been in this position now for how long? It's been about a year and a half now. So you're, I mean, you're pretty new to, to this field and you started at a very difficult time. Absolutely. When COVID hit. When COVID hit. Yeah. Was that added pressure, you think? I believe so. Um, but it was quite a learning experience. How so? What have you witnessed so um, far? Because of uh, the growing demand of mental health, right, in our community, um, I think more so when COVID hit, um, people was isolated, right? So a lot of people um, didn't know how to sit with themselves. Um, and so when they sat with themselves, they start, you know, figuring out like historical trauma that presented, um, other issues in their mental health presented. Mm-hmm. And so it was very difficult for them. That is that is most definitely a challenge and something that is is. Hard for people is to sit still, right? Just the first part that you talked about Absolutely. is kind of slowing down. And I think COVID kind of forced us all to do so. Give us an example of what your day-to-day looks like as a mental health counselor. Um, well, it's I mean, quite is amazing. It just client to client to client? Client to client to client. And um, the, the population that I deal with is Black, um, black women um, who are dealing with either relationship issues or um, their own personal trauma, um, trying to process through that, um, and other things in life, um, trying to balance life overall. And so um, that's primarily what I do. Um, And then the services that I do offer is like psychotherapy, assessment, diagnosis, um, and so forth. All the things, yeah, that are so needed right now. Yes. Do you... Tasha, do you see people, many people who look like you in this field? Absolutely. Um, Predominantly, that's all that um, I see is 
you know, black women. But in the working in the field like you, are there a lot of black women? It's not giving. It's not um, enough of us. But um, we're it's more of us starting to come in. And that's the good thing about it. So before you you jumped into this field, I mean, were you aware of the disparities of uh, for communities of color specifically? Absolutely. And that's what led me to pursue this career. Um, As we are aware, um, it's not enough resources within our community um, and we lack um, that support. Um, Just thinking back when growing up, right, um, we all was raised off a community. Yeah. Um, The neighbors was um, there to discipline disciplinary to the kids that was in the community. A lot more time spent Um, outside playing and everybody knew everybody. Jumping rope, the guys playing uh, football in the middle of the street. So um, I think the kids missing out on a lot of that now. Um, They're all into their tech. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) You can't get them off. Um, So, of course, without, you know, giving uh, names or identifying anyone, I'm wondering if you're seeing sort of a, a recurring theme or any issues uh, that are recurring that are popping up in, in some of your sessions as you talk to these women? Like, is there a general consensus of, of certain issues that they're dealing with at this time? Um, primarily what continues to pop up for me um, is social anxiety. Social anxiety. Mm. Yes. Um, and also um, relationship issues, going through a divorce, um, raising kids on their own. Um, some of these are like the top things that I often hear. Yeah, divorce was was peak during uh, during COVID yes. for sure. How often does uh, the issue of race come up with your your colleagues or even you know with your clients? Uh, well, race pops up quite a bit, especially um, within this industry that I'm working in, um, because racial bullying does occur. Tell me more. Um, I'll just go back to um, obtaining my degree. Yeah, um, and while I was in school. And so I was like, I was the only black therapist, in well, black class? student, shall I say, in your class, in my class. Um, and they often challenged me quite a bit. <laughs> and so with that being said, it made schooling quite difficult. However, I proceeded, kept my head held high, continued to uh, present mm-hmm. each and every time. Um, and when you say they challenged you, like, I mean, were you... I picture you presenting certain issues and them saying, are you sure? Absolutely. Is that really a problem, Tasha? Absolutely, especially when it came to um, speaking up about the black community. Um, they was just like, is this surreal? You know, um, and so I think that that was the biggest piece just to try to identify with my own community challenges um, and present in overall in this group of um students that also had a hard time identifying with me. And I'm watching you as you're recalling all of this, and I can see you getting, you know, it's like it's getting to you again. Absolutely. It's frustrating. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shifting to to gender a bit, what new dimensions do you think you've learned when it comes to seeing women versus seeing men as far as clients? Um, Well, I pretty much haven't worked with male clients. Um, right. And so it's it's a major difference. However, I feel as though um, mental health challenges for men is definitely needed. Um, they try to, you know, wing away from the mental health field versus women show up. 
they spend time with their self. They, you know, analyze and things that they need um, for their self-care. And, and a lot of women that shows up in counseling say, hey, you know, I'm seeking a therapist now because I try to do all these tools and work on all these things within myself. And it was challenging. It, mm-hmm. it got to a point where it was uncontrollable uncontrollable and so they reached out for assistance and so versus a man they're not going to reach out when needed this is reset i'm sasha ann simons and if you're just tuning in we're speaking about the realities of pursuing a career in mental health as a black counselor our guest is tasha jackson of cultivate your essence so sticking with that you know for a moment something interesting we've been running this black mental health series on the show for about the past four weeks okay. and we have struggled to get men on the program, you know, in, in various ways, we tried to, you know, incorporate men in the different discussions that we were having each week. But we were we've struggled to get uh, them on to open up uh, about their uh, their experiences, which is, you know, disappointing because I would love to, to amplify that voice. Like this is a huge Absolutely. megaphone. Right. Um, just even thinking of the future of your career when you do, you know, expand to uh, at some point. Mm-hmm. um offering services to black men what do you Absolutely. think what do you think might work to get them, them to participate in, in these conversations <laughs> i think um more so seeing men like themselves um in this field um predominantly um it's more black women therapists versus men therapists and i i think more so just seeing more of people like themselves so will more be, men getting in. into the field more Absolutely. you know men uh, you know black men psychologists so forth uh, therapists that sort of motivates them to open up Absolutely. Or, or at least we can hope, right? Right, right. What do you think you know now about working in the mental health field? I mean, you're a year in, but what what what's apparent to you in this year now that maybe you hadn't realized before taking this job? Um Again, what, like I said, um, I knew that it was needed in the black community, but I didn't know to what extent. Ah, okay. Um, and so being in this role have exposed me to a lot. Um, and it just goes back to how we lack the resources within our community. How are you establishing your own work-life balance? How are you taking care of you, Tasha? Ugh. Well, first of all, Proper rest is definitely needed. Um, I spend as much time with family as possible um, and just indulging in things that I enjoy doing. Rest. What is that? <laughs> I know, right? I mean, are you are you scheduling that? I, I, even with, I'll try to go to bed, mm-hmm. you know, at a decent hour. Mm-hmm. And I'll still, you know, wake up like three, four hours later. <laughs> and then I can't go back. So we got to look at that sleep routine, we, of course. We got to talk about that. <laughs> Not us walking into my own therapy session here on Reset. Right. (laughs) Um, Has burnout affected your field? Have you seen that? Um, Have you been hearing that maybe from some of your colleagues that have been doing this for a a while? Quite a bit. Um, What are they saying? It's it's the emotional drain Um, because we're taking in so much from our clients, right? Um, So we could get emotionally fatigued at times. Um, and so that's what I have analyzed quite a bit within my field and from my colleagues as well. Have you heard of people just leaving the industry? Um, I have heard of it, but not very much. Not a lot. Are you planning to stay in the field, you think? Oh, yes. This is my passion. And I feel like um, as I entered this field, I felt like that I landed my purpose. Yeah. 
it's rewarding. It must be um, to hear from your clients, you know, that you've helped them. You've helped them think through something differently. You've helped them navigate something that they were stuck on. Yes. What's that feeling for you? Oh, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming just to, you know, get feedback from my clients to let me know, hey, everything that you provided me with, the tools, the interventions that you provided with, provided me with is working. Um, and just to hear the words, I thank you. Yeah. Is is overwhelming. So what advice then do you have, Tasha, for, for black people maybe listening to us right now and, and they're doing what you were doing a little over a year ago. They're working towards a career in mental health. What do you say? I would just say follow your passion. Um, as as we are aware, black therapists is needed within this industry. Um, and if you have the thrive and the push to um, help your community thrive, then this is the field to land in. We'll leave it there. That's Tasha Jackson, mental health counselor at Cultivate Your Essence. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.